Hello everyone. My name is John and welcome to episode 19 of the Tech Leader Pro podcast. Today I'm going to discuss why software engineering teams should pivot to several quality focus releases after each major feature release to consolidate quality before moving on to the next feature set. So let's get started. When we release a .0 version of an application, for example, 1.0 or 2.0, the incrementation of the first part of the version number indicates that we have added some major features. This is a common convention in the software engineering world known as semantic versioning or SEMVAR for short. In an ideal world, these new features will have been thoroughly tested to ensure that they do not contain any bugs before the release date. However, in reality, we can never be 100% sure that bugs or other issues are not present. So what should the development team do after this major release? Well, many development projects continue in project mode by adding new features from the product roadmap that did not make the cut for the .0 release, while simultaneously firefighting any major production issues that arise post-go-live. In this podcast, I will explore why this is a bad idea and why your team should instead consolidate your existing application code base to 1. Remove bugs to improve product quality, aka health and hygiene improvements. 2. Close security holes. 3. Improve usability. and 4. Remove performance bottlenecks. Each of these represents a patch release and should occur after each major .0 release or indeed after any release that adds a significant amount of new features. The order above is deliberate, and that sequence will become very clear as we go through each one. But first, let us look at why consolidating your release is a good idea in the first place. So why should we bother? If you continue to add features to your application while ignoring issues with the core of the system, including bugs, security holes, usability issues, or performance bottlenecks, you are building a Jenga tower. Just like a real Jenga tower, the weaknesses at the base of the system become more strained over time as the weight of new functionality adds additional strain on them. In the best case scenario, you have an unstable application. In the worst case, it collapses. This pattern is quite common when project teams are only focused on the top of the tower, i.e. implementing new features from the product roadmap. But as anyone knows who has played Jenga, the real action is at the base. A few quality-focused releases of your application will help to consolidate that base and strengthen those foundations. The first of these is focused on removing bugs. I call this the .0.1 release. Software development is complex, and with such complexity comes bugs. Bugs are a normal side effect of software development, especially when you have just developed a group of new complex features. There will be edge cases that inevitably your users will find that your QA team misses. You can reduce the impact of bugs in your project by using various automated testing tools and carrying out manual testing, but you will still have bugs. It's just a fact of life. After go live, you should focus on fixing your bugs next. Real end users will always use your application in ways that you did not expect, causing bugs to manifest. In addition, bugs can occur in production server environments that did not occur in the development environment due to configuration or deployment issues. All of these teething issues should be tackled up front, especially the glaring ones that directly affect end users. Production patch releases are your friend, 
So make sure your release processes can support frequent and easy patching of your production environment. Next up, we'll focus on closing security holes, the .0.2 release. With each additional feature that is added to an application, a new potential attack vector is also added. Security testing, including passive monitoring and penetration testing, should be carried out after work has stopped on bug fixing, because in fixing a feature bug, you may have just introduced a new security hole. An automated security scanner can also be run during your CI-CD build processes to pick up the known issues automatically so you can plan to fix them now. Such scanners will version check your dependencies and flag versions that have known issues requiring an upgrade. In general, security vulnerabilities are not identified as frequently as regular functional bugs, but I still like to have a focus on security during the .0.2 release to take care of business as usual version bumps or dependencies like Linux, RPMs, containers, or libraries that typically include security vulnerability fixes from third parties. Next, we can improve the usability of the application, the .0.3 release. User experience, or UX for short, is vital to the success of a software product. If an application is awkward to use or counterintuitive, you will lose users or have unhappy ones if they are a captive audience. Over time, users will give feedback about the application either directly or via user analytics studies by you, which should then feed back into the new release that improves the UX. The aim here is not to completely overhaul the UX and UI, remember we are talking about patch releases, but to incorporate user feedback into the UX and UI tweaks as soon as possible. User feedback is golden, and that feedback should always be used to improve your product iteratively. In the last phase, we will look at removing performance bottlenecks, the .0.4 release. According to Donald Nutt, quote, premature optimization is the root of all evil, end quote. In keeping with that wisdom, we are keeping the optimization patch until last. Your server logs and analytics packages should help you identify CPU, memory, network I.O., and disk I.O. bottlenecks in your application. From there, you can go about making the necessary code or platform tweaks that will enable your application to support more users on the same hardware. When we ignore performance, it tends to degrade over time. Rather than waiting until it becomes noticeable by our end users, it is better to fix performance bottlenecks as soon as they are identified by engineering and do so in small iterations via patching. In conclusion, Commercial pressures normally dictate release cycles, not software engineering best practices. This is a sad reality, as we often end up building Jenga towers that nobody is happy with. As professional software engineers, it is their job to push for software development best practices in our organizations, even in the face of such resistance. When we build a fortress, it's over-engineered for most scenarios, but a Jenga tower is badly under-engineered. Like with most things in life, we must aim to strike a balance, and tension between both extremes is healthy. The idealized consolidation release cycle outlined here in this episode is meant to act as a template only. In reality, you may not be able to implement all of these on your commercial projects, but understanding and communicating the consequences of not doing some consolidation releases may act as a powerful motivator. Software quality can compound over time, but only if we put in regular effort to ensure it. So let's do a recap of what we covered today. Firstly, after a major new version, 
it is important to make a few subsequent patch releases to consolidate overall product quality. Those patches should address bugs, security holes, usability, and performance issues. Semantic versioning, or SEMVAR for short, is used to determine appropriate version numbers for major versions, minor versions, and patches. See the website zemvar.org for details. A Jenga tower is a good visual metaphor for software development. The new blocks added to the top of the tower represent product features, while the blocks at the bottom represent the technical debt. If the team neglect the base for too long while continuing to build on top, the whole tower will become unstable. Release consolidation represents a strengthening of the base of the tower. You need to ensure that your release processes can support frequent and easy patch releases to production, and your team are confident doing that. For your first patch release after a major release, the .0.1 release, you should focus on fixing bugs that have been identified in production after the release. While we all aim to capture our bugs in pre-production, the reality is that some will make it to post-production. This is just a fact of life in developing software. Identify the root causes, fix, then deploy the patch with no drama. For the second patch release, the .0.2, the team should focus on security fixes. That can include fixes unique to your product or version bumps on third-party dependencies to ensure that you are availing of ongoing security fixes from them. For the third patch release, the .0.3 release, the team should focus on improving the user experience based upon feedback from the users of the current release. Small tweaks to the front end, like adding a button or changing some colors to make an important element stand out more, can make a big difference to the quality of life of your end users. Finally, for the fourth patch, .0.4, the team should focus on fixing performance bottlenecks they have identified via logs and monitoring before they become bad enough that the end user starts to notice. When we build a fortress, it's over-engineered for most scenarios, but a Jenga tower is badly under-engineered. Like most things in life, we must strike a balance. Software quality can compound over time, but only if we put in regular effort to ensure it. Lastly, I would like to briefly mention our sponsor, 5.today, which is the ideal product to help busy tech leaders to manage their days. 5.today is a highly secure personal productivity application designed to help you manage your priorities more effectively by focusing on your five most important tasks that you need to achieve each day. Our goal is to help you keep track of all of your tasks, notes, and journals in one beautifully simple place, which is highly secure via end-to-end -end encryption. Visit the URL 5.today to sign up for free. I hope you enjoyed the episode and look forward to covering the next topic in the series with you. In the interim, if you want to follow me online, you can follow my blog on techleader.pro or find me on Twitter at techleaderpro. Thanks for your time. Take care and have a great week.